We chilling in the PDX. Roll up the blunt. Who we having on next? Chris with the comedy. Charlie with the facts. We spitting game. Feeling like some Max. Everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. Everything and then OTH. I know. Trista makes us sound so much cooler Ooh. than we very slick. God damn. You that, know this is a real podcast because uh, you got the theme song and you got the wall of Funko Pops uh, in the back of the studio. Uh, that is all Chelsea, by the way. 100% Chelsea on the Funko Pops. Yeah, that's what, that makes it a real podcaster studio. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. Just just the finest. <laughs> Only the finest. I hope Only this music fun. plays through the whole thing. This is, <laughs> this is That'd be five. cool. We, we should, we should get a one-hour remix of it. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm sure that if we throw money at Trista, she will do things. <laughs> she just has to tell us how much no, is we, the correct amount. We just need to copy it together 54 times. I was going to say, I think she charges by the minute, though. you got to be careful. <laughs> exactly. So she gave us, that one's a minute and 25 seconds. And uh, that cost $200. Yeah. So, and so doing the math. Premium. <laughs> to be fair, it really was, though. Like, she came back with seven fully original beats Hell and yeah. was like pick your favorite and then so. from there she was like great fill out all of these questions about who you are and what you want in your theme song wow and then it's like, a, like, a, like a wedding planner yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then this is what she came back with and nice. i was like i'm in love like i i cry for like that's so sick the first three months anytime this would play yeah. Now that whips ass. I love that. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome all of you to the podcast, and especially our guest today, Riley McCarthy. Beep, 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 beep. I'm doing my own air horn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did you, how did it get to, oh yeah, because, how dare we? Oh God. So sorry. Fucking H, Charlie. What a faux pas. We're so professional. <laughs> Very professional. Like it says on our t-shirts, get them on our spreadsheet, bitches. So. Yes. <laughs> I'm Life sorry, I, I need money for a cannon, and until these people start giving it to me, <laughs> I don't have it, and that's a problem. I am picturing you shopping for, like, a pre-war antique uh, battle cannon. Good <laughs> like... news. It is not because those cost too much money. Because um, I have I have sourced those kinds of cannons. They run upwards of 80000 oh, sure. Um But for a cannon we might potentially someday be able to afford, I'm looking in the twelve to 3600 range. Okay. Yeah, the, and that's just uh, you know smart financially. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, me, mostly reconstructions. Re, like yeah. What, what are they called? Uh, Replica. That's, that's the that's word I'm looking yeah. for. You gotta careful. Some of those shoot out the back on it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do find uh, like licensed. Uh, do not use distributors <laughs> of cannons. Set so. a note on it. Like, no, don't use this as a cannon. <laughs> Purely decorative <laughs> cannon. <laughs> Did not for siege purposes. <laughs> Look, I think you both know that I'm gonna buy a legit can. I know. Yeah, uh, no, I believe, I believe you. That's I'm why. I, that's why I trust you with with the cannon because I'm like, well, if there if anybody's gonna have one, like you've put thought into it. It's true. We were talking earlier today about how we're gonna transport it, and I've decided that the answer is that I need to get a welder and then. Uh, build a frame on top of a three-wheeler. Yeah. It's like owning an exotic lizard. Like, if you're willing to put in the research <laughs> to, like, <laughs> do the all the things necessary for the care and upkeep, then you're responsible enough exactly. to have a cannon. Yeah. That's right. My Tamagotchi lived. My Neopets, <laughs> we, we shouldn't talk about. But my Tamagotchi lived. I feel okay. like also anyone that would sell you a, a, a functional cannon would also be the type of person to sell you an exotic lizard. So you, you know that does check shop. out. That's probably like a two for one deal. Yeah. Like, get yeah. two iguanas, we'll get you fifty percent off the cannon. I mean, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> no, that's dumb of them, and I will definitely yeah. let them be dumb. Iguanas are very fun. They're affectionate. I'm just saying, you know, throw five hundred towards two iguanas, and then get what eight hundred off of a cannon. I yeah. mean, I'm really saving three in the. You equation, can't afford not but... to get that. <laughs> But but then what you you're need, making money you, off that deal. You need the whole iguana setup then after that. Oh no, we the iguana can live in the cannon. 
<laughs> what do you mean you have two cats? Well, we're just if we're getting gonna... two iguanas, you just release one iguana upstairs, one iguana downstairs, and I've seen Godzilla. They're gonna fight this out, and they're gonna figure oh, out who's, who wins. Can you litter box train an iguana? What do? How, do, uh, how does that work? They, my iguana did, they did in tanks. Have... You had an iguana. I had an iguana. Uh, yeah, she lived um, in a. My mom's boyfriend made her like this box yeah. with like heat lamps and like a tree and stuff. Um, she was she a big fucker? She wasn't that big because she was attacked by a cat, so she dropped her tail. So oh, she, spent, honey. she spent the rest of her life trying to regrow oh. the tail. And actually, it grew, she grew another six inches. So she went from about a foot and a half to two feet or so. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, she eventually died before she Because <laughs> she ate cat food, uh, funny, funnily enough. Oh, God, wait, that killed her? Uh, it gave her liver problems. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah. I had a pet newt when I was in third grade that I think I killed or I don't know if it remember if it died from this or just shortly after this but I gave it coffee huh and you can't give newts coffee turns mm. out turns out no they yeah. prefer tea or something. yeah <laughs> well, so I was watching this video on axolotls because axolotls are cute they're adorable yeah, cute. and there's this woman who like rescues axolotls Okay. So apparently, if they have, because they can get fungal like from abusive situations. Yeah, okay. they're just not being taken. So th this one was surrendered. From back bad relationships. <laughs> yeah. No, this one was uh, surrendered back to the pet store because they t couldn't take care of it, and it had it's a being gaslit constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it had a fungal infection on its skin. Oh. And she actually soaked it. She like added black tea to its water. Whoa. And that apparently helps kill the fungal infection. Oh, that's sick. But it wasn't like directly so giving it coffee no, to yeah. drink. <laughs> I think that's different. Well, in my defense, the newt was like never doing anything. Yeah. He was he just really wanted boring. him to be more manic. <laughs> <laughs> just give him a little pep up. You know? Newts don't do anything. <laughs> just that's FYI. Yeah. No, not a good investment for entertainment purposes. You see, here on more Thursday morning on Shady Pines Radio, we are educational yeah. radio. Okay. <laughs> well, with the. <clears throat> The animal stuff two weeks ago with uh, <laughs> whatever we posted from recyclables is definitely considered educational because PTP is never not. It's true. It, and it's very much it sounded like us just kept babbling on and then PTP was trying to give us facts, which was nice. <laughs> Which is usually my job, and I. You just you quit for the for a day. Got outshined, huh? I'm okay with that. That's his show. He could do what he wants. But anyway. <laughs> Go listen to the full episode up now on for recyclables. Okay, but enough of the shameless. <laughs> you, you both just turns to me and wants like Riley, <laughs> take the reins, please. Enough so of we'll just start. We'll keep talking about old shows. <laughs> Look, I live perpetually in the past, and I know that, and my therapist knows that. <laughs> But we try not to make the audience have to know sure. that. <laughs> I, I say as though every set I've ever done has not been about growing up in North Pole and having a dick joke for a name. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riley, how have you been being a fucking winner uh, here this week? That's right. Uh, it's been being overrated is highly underrated, you yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> been great i mean it's been fine it's been no i mean life has not changed if uh if you don't know if you're listening from outside the pacific northwest here uh willamette weekly which i'm told i just pronounce incorrectly no matter what i say so right. i'm gonna say whatever <laughs> it's uh, actually viamet willamette if one of you comes back to me about this cooch street shit i swear to god i will flip a table anyway they do a fun thing each year where they tell us who they think the five funniest comedians are based on a poll from people that they that chose. they pick. <laughs> which is still them deciding, in my opinion. And then opinion. they tell us that we picked. Yeah. Uh, and Riley here, though, got second place. Yeah. Which wow. is fan-fucking-tastic, uh -huh. honestly. Because uh, these people don't give a shit who I am. I, I wish I had an applause or something. But. <laughs> well, we we have something like that. Points. Exactly. <laughs> this keeps more surprise sound bites. I love it. Just, if we could get Charlie more buttons. Yeah, one day. This, I, this show would just. I don't know. After Rochelle, Rochelle wasn't having it. I, I'm gonna say she didn't. She thought it was very tacky. So I, I don't know. I feel a little. It's because you don't have enough. 
Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Please, listeners, for the cost of a cup of coffee a day, <laughs> you could sponsor this poor buttonless boy. Look, fine, fine. If poor you all buttons. write into us and tell us that you want the Patreon money to go to four extra buttons first, <laughs> we'll get that first. Priorities! Come on. Okay. How am I going to start doing blow shit up videos on YouTube if I don't have a canon? Oh Guys. That, see, that's another subset of content we could be angling into. We could just start like blowing shit up with like black powder. People love that. That's yeah. huge. I'm People 100% love blow shit up. Blow yeah. shit up YouTube is super out of pocket and fucking like really popular. It's... And what we're going to do is we're going to do our interviews in between canon shots. <laughs> All right. You think people eating on mic is bad? <laughs> Just wait for this audio quality. <laughs> yeah, we're not mutant shit. Yeah. <laughs> Recording uh, every episode from the back of a Humvee in the desert. <laughs> Just <laughs> off-roading at full speed. I mean, it's a Jetta, but... <laughs> you, gotta big, you gotta think big, Chris. We could rent a Humvee. <laughs> Yeah, these are all just, you know, I'd say necessary investments. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my Lanta. Has, uh, does it feel any different? No. To be, to be recognized in some way by the city? No. <laughs> no. I actually, something really fucking embarrassing happened uh, at work on Thursday where I was like, I work at a restaurant and... There was, was like, a middle of the lunch rush, and there was, a, like, an old man, not old, like, a 60-year-old man. That's old to me. Reading, That's about as old yeah, as I want to get. Okay, there's, so there's this basically practically dead man. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> this skeleton reading the newspaper, and, like, he literally, okay, he, and he, and he literally had the page open with my face on it, and I'm a fucking douchebag, so, of course, I have to, like, say something, so, like, I walked by, and I, like, made some stupid joke, like, oh, that guy's overrated. And the man, like, startled, looked up and went, excuse me? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, don't, you know don't, don't believe everything you read or whatever. And he said, what? <laughs> and so like, I... Like, sir, are you reading this or are you so just looking at it? I literally then, like, I pulled my mask down and, like, pointed the picture, pointed at me. And he literally just went, oh. And then fucking <laughs> turned the page. And I fucking went and hid in the walk-in until he left. <laughs> Humiliating. No, it, was got... good, it was a good reminder that like comedy clout means nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> to normal people. No, you gotta you gotta lean into it. You gotta walk around with like a gold sharpie and just like if you see someone reading it, even if it's not just that walk page, right just up. fucking sign it. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, to my market, biggest though. fan, that'd like... be five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just start, I start signing fucking the Mercury, anything, not even the paper that I'm in. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> hey, I once appeared in one of these. <laughs> was it, was it this one? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I remember when I was in a band and uh, we would have a show coming up and I knew that that venue advertised in the Mercury. <laughs> I would like, I would gather at cop, like copies of the issues. <laughs> it just said our, the band name, it like, five yeah. point font at the bottom of the page i'm just like look it's us like Hell we're yeah. in the we're in the new mercury oh my god it's funny my mom and dad the first time i i was in like the mercury for something um a couple years ago another comedy thing and um my parents last time i went home i saw that they blew up the jpeg from the mercury website and printed it on cardstock and it's the most dog shit resolution like it's literally like the tiniest jpeg blown up to poster size of my face it looks like shit it looks like a big it looks like bigfoot footage okay and but that's it like on their what, fridge it's really cute that's what real love and pride it's really cute looks like. it's so and sweet that's great <laughs> it's like, I could have just given you the actual picture. This Dude, is yeah, like... it, it looks like I was kidnapped, and it's something that like <laughs> it was sent to them for ransom. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen this comedian? <laughs> yeah. And He's then everyone's good. just like, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this what? This <laughs> Oh, That's not Bill Burr. No, um, <laughs> you telling me he does skits? 
Uh, so we really only have like one segment on this show ever. Yeah. It's uh, the mental health check-in. Yes. And uh, it's really, we started since the, the soft apocalypse began. Mm. Uh, we just kind of want to check in on how you're doing. You know, are you maintaining? If you are, how? How are right. you, you know, hanging uh, on to what sanity you have? That's, yeah, great question. Love this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love it. I think, Jimmy, it's a good segment to have. Um, I am t- totally hanging in there. Um, I am, like, so I have clinical depression. Um, and I, I am, like, in a depressive episode right now. I get that. Um, but, like, the dope thing is that, like, I'm at a point where I can, like, say that and recognize and know that and it not, like, completely destroy my life. Um... I, it's just like, I just like am having a week where I'm like having difficulty feeling joy. <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> Which is like a great time for me to get an award because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I cool. feel nothing. Thank you. <laughs> See, I feel like this is how I always feel though. Like people will, anytime somebody says nice things about me, I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get why. Oh, typically I drink it up. I'm but a, okay. I'm a fucking hoe for that. Um, yeah, I'm heavy into the imposter syndrome shit. Yeah. I'm just like, like so late, just recently I got offered a promotion at work and then like another guy offered me a job at $20 an hour and I'm just like, I, I don't think I'm that good guys. I don't know if like you yeah. really me like I think isn't that fucking wild. Sure, like, he also likes to sit on this podcast though and try to tell people he's not funny. <laughs> So, but I mean, looking. that's fucking real, though. It's like if someone like recognizes your talent or skill and like wants to reward you for it, and you're like, this person's fucking up. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, know why you're making the choices you are. Like, geez, dude, you must be desperate. And like, there's that's... a small voice in the back of my head that goes, "No, we're supposed to like this." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "No, shut up, you. You don't make sense. <laughs> I don't." <laughs> yeah, it's um, that's so real. I um. But uh, as far as, like, how I'm managing it, um, like, I mean, I'm going to say, like, the cheesy therapist things of, like, mindfulness and... and I mean, but that is the shit, though. You got to do the work. I did, um, like, a couple years ago, I did, like, more than half a year of IOP. (laughs) Because I had, like, I, like, had, like, like, a... bad like once in a lifetime depressive episode oh, yeah. and like wound up in the hospital a couple times um and that shit like the like the boring annoying like not fun doing the work stuff does really help like it's like you know which is like <laughs> the silliest thing for to say it's like oh this shit that's backed up by science and doctors <laughs> and <helps."> yes <laughs> but like you know it doesn't always feel like it's helping in the moment but it's like that that you have to do that like type of incremental small shit and, and then like, keep you up wind up it. in a moment, you know, like three yeah. months later where you're like, oh, I handled that like way differently yeah. than I used to. And it's not always going to think about that type of shit is it's not like it's you have to learn how to do it to like get stuff out of it. And it's not going to make you feel good. No, like there's no like exercise or practice that is going to cure your depression. But, like, it is, like, it will make incremental change that, like, well, if you do enough of that shit and, like, you know, do, like, you know, physical activity and mindfulness and uh, gratitude and reaching out to people and, you know, talking about stuff. Like, that stuff adds up to make things way more bearable and, like, at the very least, like, more neutral than, like fucking desperate and like that's I think most people who like deal with like mental health issues like learn to have gratitude for neutrality and like as emotional neutrality yeah at a certain point it, <clears throat> like it's it's it that can that can feel awful times feeling like neutral and feeling nothing but like like working up to that from despair can be really gratifying and then it like it's a lot easier to get to like small moments of joy and happiness from a neutral stand standpoint than from like see what i hate is that i do not have that going on really yeah once i hit neutral Tell me about it. i just basically stay stay neutral at neutral for most of things like if it's yeah. not bad 
things are just okay. And then I get like small moments of like sure. spikes. Well, what brings you joy? Like, what are the things that do spike you? Uh, well, Chelsea. Ah. Ah. <laughs> do you have an ah sound effect on the soundboard? No, we do not. <laughs> like a sitcom. <laughs> Well, that's great. I mean, that's still like that's that's real. What, yeah. like, what else? Um, I mean, my cat has finally started reaching a point mm-hmm. where, like, because uh, when I got her, she was feral. Sure. I say when I got her. When she found me, she Aww. was feral. Yeah. And uh, so I'm finally reaching a point where, like, I've trained her to where if she hears a sound effect, she's expecting me to reach out and touch her so that she yeah. doesn't just freak out when I try to, like, pet yeah. her while she's in the middle of sleep. And yeah. she's, like, getting okay with that. And she'll, like, come up and ask me to snuggle in my lap now. Mm-hmm. And those moments are real cute. Where... Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that the fucking awesome thing, it sounds like, is that, like, at least you have, like, built a life where you can, like, cultivate those things that bring you joy. Like, this is... I do try. That, like, that... Those, those are both very accessible things. Yeah. <laughs> your partner and your pet, you know? Right. People ask me, like, how's working from home? Like, I can't imagine functioning any other way right now i sit at home and i smoke a bunch of weed and i hang out with my cat all day it's uh fantastic yeah (laughs) i'm just glad you didn't say that doing stand-up was the only thing that brought you joy (laughs) no it um, because there are those people and i worry about those people really not doing that lately (laughs) as it turns out yeah i mean stand-up does bring me joy but it's also it's it's different i don't know i'm hitting a a, i'm hitting a thing with comedy where Mm -hmm. i'm like because there's a thing Posse told me in a drunken frenzy once yeah. that has like echoed in my head for three years now. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, you sound like a person who's trying to be funny. Oh. Right? Well, that's devastating. <laughs> <laughs> He's staring into your soul. <laughs> like I said, for three years, it's been fucking with me. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> And like that's fucked up for him to say because that's like not an actionable piece of criticism, right? Well, I've tried to work with it, right? Yeah, okay. Mostly because when I don't know, it's the only advice I've been given so far, oh, and God. so I'm trying it. Um, okay. And it's it's true. Uh, there's me and the audience don't connect. I very I've, easily. Okay, I've seen you perform. I don't think that's true. I I invented that uh, one. Uh, the the one about if somebody stabs you with a four pronged fork. Mm-hmm. That's that's easily my favorite joke of yours. And I I tell that for you. It's just like <laughs> wait, I don't know if I know this joke. Oh, okay. Oh please. Uh, Sorry, I'm making you do your stand up no, bits fine. on your podcast. <laughs> I've I've been very careful not to do it okay, on the podcast yeah. up until now, so this is still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, I do want to check in here. If 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 somebody stabs you with a four pronged fork, do they stab you once or four times? Uh, once. Once? Okay, so this bitch stabbed me seven... No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you say four, I'm supposed to say seven. If you say one, I'm yeah, supposed to yeah, say three. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, so yeah, she stabbed yeah, me three yeah. times uh, over the course of our three-year relationship. Um, and I need you to understand, it's not like... It's not like she was ever lying about who she was, right? Like, how we met was that we got super drunk at a party, and then I started snoring, like, real heavy. Like, we know now... That loop your cable over the thing. Look, do I look like a fucking professional? Don't interrupt the bit. (laughs) I was, I had, I had, whatever. Take it from we know now. (laughs) (laughs) We know now that I need a CPAP, right? Like I, I, bad things happen in my lungs and my throat when I try to not exist. I don't know what it is, but uh, it makes people who can hear me want to murder me. Um. (laughs) <laughs> and so she did. She grabbed a, a fork from the kitchen and stabbed me in the leg. And then after that, we dated for three years. So some of that is my fault, right? I get that. It's <laughs> a good bit. And so that, that is really the only joke I have I, that I feel really pulls an audience into my yeah. set. All right, because it requires me to pick somebody in the audience sure. to choose to be a voice for yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but the part that really sells it, I think, is that it's is the unexpected. Because um, you say one or four, so people are thinking, okay, he's gonna. He's I gonna say, say like three or twelve, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
But so then you, you say seven, which is so good. Do you do much crowd work outside of that? No. No? You should do more crowd work. You're so, you, you are, like, so easy to talk to. I think you'd be very good at it. I get why you think that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I, I've... I have problems with a blank canvas. Sure. Terrifies well, me completely. Yeah. I mean, there's ways around that. I'm I do, sure there are. I do a lot of that, the like fake style of, of crowd work where I pretty much ask a question that only has a select like number of like actual answers. So I'm like <laughs> right. half prepared for like pretty, pretty much what people are going to say. Um, but like, you know, it's I think you'd I think you'd have a lot of fun. Yeah. I, and it's every it's time an intimidating like like form. I, I think I'm very good at riffing, yeah. and that's a thing I do well in between yeah. sets no, as a host. Yeah. You're great at that. And I, so I know how to bounce off of a thing that was already set. Yeah. But you're getting great an host, audience, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Getting an audience and me to bounce off of each other, I don't, like, something in my head just sure. doesn't understand what that formula looks like. And I it think. is, yeah, and it's like a different... The timing is different because when you're riffing with comics or you're riffing off of something another comic said, there's the, the timing is built in. You both have the instincts yeah. and the experience. The like doing like crowd work is like completely different because you have to meet the person you're talking to at their pace and tempo and kind of be complimentary to their cadence. Um, and that like that can feel very different than just regular riffing. Yeah, um, I will say like we. I, I say we. I I uh I was pretty harsh to Austin or to Hunter Austin about um his his crowd. Have you seen what he does lately? I don't think so. He just uh takes a person from the audience and makes them come sit on a stool yeah. on stage and then never addresses them again. It's pretty and funny. <laughs> see, see, that's that's <laughs> pretty cruel though. <laughs> I I hate it every time I see it. But, but that's, that's my yeah. same reaction. It's like it's again. It's that unexpected where it's right. like you're building up to something and then you're and that's that's like the the whole thing yeah. about it. that's a joke. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, like like jokes at their most base are like a subversion of expectations. So yeah. like that is like a very smart little bit. I try to. I think a hard thing for me about crowd work is I like I try to. So I'm like in my material. I'm like very optimistic and positive yes um and so i have to be that way in my crowd work otherwise Other, they... otherwise people won't buy the earnestness of my material like they'll think i'm being fake um and this took me a while to realize yeah um but crowd work is a lot more difficult uh, where you like to not and i'm not and i'm not saying that people who are like do quote unquote mean spirited crowd work are like bad comics. I think that's very funny. I think people like getting like, um, right. There is not an audience shit on, on but people like getting ribbed by comics. And mm -hmm. I think that that is like a natural part of most crowd work. Um, but I had, I did notice that like if I, if I went to the crowd and I like did a thing, like anything that was like making fun of a person, if I did like an earnest personal story after that, like, I would have a much harder time getting people to buy into it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's just like, it was, I don't know. I like talking about crowd work. I think that's it's a fine. I think it's a fascinating well, I, for, form. Yeah, kind of what, uh, what a, the example that comes to mind is like Don Rickles. Yeah. What he would do is just like really rough oh, yeah. uh, crowd work. But he, yeah, none of his stories were ever like, so anyway, I went to the store and then this happened. It was yeah. like, it was always that kind of joke just repeated. Totally. So yeah, yeah. You have to. It's it's it's. I think um, I don't think people um, are intentional with their tone as much as as they should be a lot of times in comedy, and I think that is like a helpful thing to keep in mind. As far as you you know, you talk about making a, a, an audience buy into you. Yeah, I, I think like unifying the tone of your set is a great way to do that. Yeah, I mean, really, whatever character you start from is more or less how right. you have to end, yeah. at the very least. Totally. Unless there's some intentional, like, subversion of, like, yeah. some, like, doing some fucking alt-comedy bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, but you know if I'm not applying to you, because you're yeah. doing other fucking shit. <laughs> 
I mean, not that anybody actually listens to this podcast anyway. Thanks for being on, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. We're excited for the listenership bump when you share this to your friends. And, and ten, <laughs> like maybe five people listen to it. It's great. Yeah. My four we, fans. We have a solid six, okay? Yeah. You get the, the four psychos that watched my fucking Twitch show every week. Well, <laughs> just listen. Hell yeah. We did, we did this on Twitch for a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't recommend it. Twitch is wild. Yeah. The, the thing about doing a, a podcast on Twitch is like the... The way to grow your Twitch audience is to interact with them. People go mm-hmm. into the chat and they're expecting, at least the the streamer will read their message, even if they yeah. don't like address it. And like in a in a really big chat room, like twenty four thousand people or something like that, and then someone reads your message, like that's a cool feeling. Totally. It's like, oh, you saw me yeah. in the crowd, that kind of thing. And then when it's a smaller thing, then it's a more personal. But if we're doing a podcast with another guest, you can't really devote that time to no. chat. Because yeah, like it did to not work. No. It was not a good format. We yeah. tried for a solid year, I think. It was a while. Yeah, we're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I mean, you gotta give it some time, you know. Yeah, I mean, you we weren't gonna grow an audience overnight, but we definitely were gonna grow an audience when the same like three people came in and would like spam, our, you know. We'd have people come in and leave like nasty chat messages and shit. I'm like, that's fun. Great. You gotta ban this guy. Yeah, yeah. Getting, getting the internet toxicity discourse live while you're recording is always nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are shows that can do it, um, yeah. but then I think a lot of podcasts that are like long form go to YouTube and they yeah. just like totally. don't bother with it. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be kind of, it like has to be part of the gimmick of your show. The like, like interacting with, yeah. with the people. That's yeah. like, that's those are the like Twitch talk shows that like pop off. There's uh, that show. There's, I don't know if he's a. He was in Portland. Aaron Ross. Yeah. Yeah. That was our previous co-host. He's kind of side, yeah. side, so slightly friends with him. Anyway, but he does. Who's the Ross on right. Twitch? Yeah. And it's very interactive kind of thing. Clancy Kramer and, and James Hartfield have a great show called World's Hottest Goss. Um, that they are really good on. It's a Twitch talk show, and they're they're like it's kind of baked in. Nice. to the show that like viewers oh um, yeah interact but both of them are so all over the place with their thoughts yeah i can't imagine them not flashing over to a oh, screen totally. yeah they're so kind like of it, the, it, the, it works yeah, for them they're they perfect their attention deficit us. is is definitely yeah. a, a a feature not a bug in yes. that <laughs> <system>. <laughs> uh which we get. That's why there are no screens here. No. <laughs> Maintain focus. Yeah. We bounce all over the place enough anyway. That's true. Oh, man. Fucking. I gotta ask. I mean, you do, you do like, out of, you've really done uh, shows in more than a few states, I'm yeah. guessing. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your least favorite place to do comedy? Oh, I don't want to talk shit. Oh, <laughs> um, Portland. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I really here's my here's the thing I really don't think people are that different in different places. I think people make more bread out of that than exists. Like I I think, um, you know if if. Obviously, there are different cultural tastes in different towns, but there's different cultural tastes in different venues in the same town. You know, yeah. Um, I uh, I was surprised how well I did in Detroit. Um, I like was like because like I don't you know I don't like talk a ton about like identity politics and stuff, but I do like you know my stuff's very like uh, vulnerable and. Um, uh, kind of soft boy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if like a Detroit audience is gonna like this. Same thing with Vegas when I did Vegas, and um, people, I don't know. I, th- I think I think like people like to see stuff that's different too. Yeah. So like, you can go to a town where like your style isn't the norm and still like have great shows if like you're ready to, um, you know, think on your feet and obviously roll with the punches if like shit starts to go sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so I don't, I'm not gonna say a least favorite town because I don't, I don't think I have one. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I ask you off off mic. You can ask me off mic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Can't tell you, I'm trying to keep booking shows, dude. I'm not gonna... Can't tell you, but I can write it down. <laughs> right. Just because I don't like doing the shows yeah. there doesn't mean I, I want to stop let's doing just say shows. It rhymes there. with Schmorvalis. Okay? <laughs> just... Uh man. Have you have you ever done other uh comedy adjacent jobs? Like I was a KJ for sure. a while. Um, comedy, no, honestly, I have had some, like, stupid jobs. I've, I, like, I, I wanted to be, I was a, a professional weaver for, like, four years, three and a half years. What do you mean, like, weaver? I was made textiles in a textile studio at a loom. Yeah, I, like, apprenticed with a weaver, and I, like, made stuff. Um, uh, but that's, like, a super lonely, uh, profession. Um... And you have to have space to have a loom. Um, so I got, like, too restless. Uh, I guess I, I initially, like, before I started stand-up, I wanted to write for the theater. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I, like, had an internship kind of with that right out of college. Um, so that's, like, almost comedy adjacent. But I learned, like, within the first couple months that I fucking hated actors. <laughs> <laughs> Just like so, it's like literally my hate for actors is what drove me to stand up. I was like, I have to write something that just all perform. (laughs) I can't write for these fucking vapid shitheads. See, I keep thinking I should quit comedy and just go into acting. So I mean, I I, you know, here's the thing. Like, I, I get like that. Like, it's a difficult and cool thing, but for some reason, the like. Having more than one actor in a room talking about literally anything turns into the most fucking stupid bullshit. I don't know. They like. Are you, are you trying to tell me that that does not happen when two comedians do? Has the premise of this entire oh, podcast <laughs> fucked? <laughs> Riley, is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> I honestly think, I, and this is a controversial p- opinion, I honestly think that comedians talking to each other is, are, comedians in groups are less annoying than actors. Because I think comedians don't always talk about comedy. Right. And I feel like actors always talk about acting. <laughs> I admit, Minroth and I was very surprised when he left our show. He was like, we didn't talk shop like at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because from what I've listened, I'm like, I'm, I'm ashamed of how much, much comedy talk we've done so far in this episode. <laughs> I like... Look, I, yeah. I, you actually listen to a couple episodes, which is cool, uh, but that does mean you probably know we don't guide this right. in any way, shape, yeah. or form. This is all you, buddy. This is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> this is entirely my fault. I'm sorry, listener. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an artist. I need to talk about my craft. Now you sound like an actor. I That's know. Exactly. <laughs> I, think... I, I hate that I saw myself in that. That's what, That's what really pissed me off. <laughs> the twisted mirror image. Just like, no. Oh, God. I hate anything that appears at all like myself. Yeah, I can't stand this fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> saw a guy in the bus who kind of reminded me of me, and I was pissed off all day. <laughs> Uh, like Chris saw a picture of Gene DeWeber or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So I was in Salem. Yeah, when are we gonna start talking about comic books? You have me on well, your comic oh book show. Okay, so I want you to know. <laughs> I, 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 I read Riz. all of Saga before coming on here. I thought that's what this show was. <laughs> Rissa Riz uh, has come up to me on five different occasions, like literally five different occasions to try and talk to me about a road trip I went on with her for comedy. And I did not. <laughs> because Gene DeWeber did. And so... <laughs> That's so much more devastating than just getting mistaken for someone being like... After the first three, I'm done. They spent time, like, off the road to get them. God. Uh, That that, that rules. It's fine. (laughs) You guys started your own podcast that's, like, about manga or anime or something. We Anime Mind with Chad Allen. Gemma is uh, still going to make a comeback. uh, I know, but I mean, like, your own thing. So So then... You can like you have to, and th- the same premise where you make just like, parallel world. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's one of the benefits of dressing like a freak is that I never get mistaken for another comic. Well, not a lot I of other comics walking around dressing on my like own a, fucking hoodie. He's 
At least, yeah, at least he's branded. That is how I've, I've distinguished <laughs> it's like comedy us. name tag. That's what I thought. But you and I were recently at a mic mm. where we were both outside. The one where actually I think I invited you to come out yeah. here. Um, were you outside when that gentleman was confusing me for Gene DeWeber? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, Gene, not Gene. No, Gene <laughs> rules. Not no, fully Gene. a different human. <laughs> Completely different I'm guy. Not, I oh may have God. been a little bit more aggressive than I needed to be with that yeah. dude. I will I will admit to that. Mm. But after the second time I said the words not Gene, yeah. I feel like you <laughs> should have gotten the message that I <laughs> I'm not Gene. <laughs> there used to be, when I started in Portland, there were, like, like for a while, for some reason, there were, like, five Riley's doing comedy. They've all, like, otherwise moved away at this point. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was funny. They uh, This past week, someone on Instagram did make a post about the Willamette Week Funniest Five and tagged Riley Lundgren. And then, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a throwback. So close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you're the top Riley now. The top Riley. So any any yeah. Riley challengers have to ran everyone else out of town like the Highlander. <laughs> Look, okay, do you know how hard that is to do as a Chris? Yeah. It is shit. <sighs> it is exhausting. Yeah. Oh shit, you're the reason Chris Johnson's in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even keep the katana in my car anymore. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> well, once Boatwright wasn't in the scene anymore. Yeah. Pur- purging the world of, of pretenders to the throne is hard work for you, I'm sure. Well, especially, like, I spell it right, and I have to, like, argue yeah. that part first. Right. And then we get down to who's the real Chris, right? Yeah. You, so you're, you're, you sp- yours, yours is the canonical Chris spelling? I, I have the K and Yeah, because you're, you're not a Christopher, you're a, you're a I am a Chris. Christopher. Whoa. K and an F. For Christopher? K-R-I-S-T-O-F-E-R. Your parents are psychos. Uh, so, yes. 100%. That is factual. Wild. But, oh, um... Scratchy. What really happened is my grandma... Uh, well, my grandmother on my father's side was uh, super Christian-y. Okay. Um, and my mom is a Wiccan. Oh. And my father was, I guess, a warlock. And they all walked the into a bar. It. I know. <laughs> well, my dad's a Buddhist, so... Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, because Grandma wanted Christianity to be involved, she was like, well, his name has to be Christopher. And my sure. mom eventually, after enough drugs, let up on that. And then when she came to at the point where she was going to put a name down, she was like, yeah, but I'm not going to spell like it the way K. you want. And I was yeah. like, cool. So my my the spelling of my name is just pettiness. Christopher. Pure pettiness yeah. is the only way. You love to see that. Yeah. That's like very, that's tangible generational trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Started early. Love it. Started love to real see it. early. <laughs> Getting paperwork involved. <laughs> Uh, no, we definitely should have been on Jerry Springer for multiple reasons. Oh. <laughs> I thought about it, because I was like, do you make money for being on Jerry Springer? And then I eventually learned that the answer was fucking no, and I don't get why people went on there now. Oh, people, you know why people went on there. If you don't make no. money off of it, then no, I people don't. People love well, you, to you, be psycho in public. You, and you <laughs> don't directly make money off of it, but look at like people who have been on Dr. Phil now, who are now... Semi-famous. Just you know, look at yeah, but catch me outside, girl. That's the only example I can think of too. But <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I mean, people just love to be in. The, people love to think that they're famous. I mean, yeah, so do I, but that's why I show up at weird dive bars at 7 at night. (laughs) Yeah, we're putting in the work. To yell shit into microphones that people don't like. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting very distracted by your bookcase. You've got a lot of, like, fantasy and you've got a lot of novels. I love love a bookcase that's, like, just straight novels. I would like to once again point out uh, most of this. Chelsea. That's Chelsea. (laughs) Uh, From here to here. Oh, wait, these two also. So yeah, this bit, that's me. Everything y'all, else is... Y'all segregate your bookcase? <laughs> well, we don't have the same <laughs> series. 
Well, my, I guess she has a couple of these. My partner uh, rearranged our books. We're very, like, our apartment is, like, especially at coming out of quarantine, is, like, we really dialed in on, like, the aesthetic of our apartment. Nice. Like, it's messy as shit, but it, like, looks beautiful because it's, <laughs> like, we get away with it because it's clutter core, you know? Um, and I just don't think we get away with it, but that's fine. And they arranged instead of, it's, like, <laughs> the most impractical. It looks sick, but it's, like, when I'm trying to find a book, it's maddening. They arranged our books around the apartment in various stacks, color-coded by, like, the color of the book in gradients, like, around the room. So, when I want so to, again, visually great. So it looks awesome, but when I want to reread something, I was like, I'm like, okay, what the, uh, what the fuck color is the cover of the Mockingbird Chronicles? <laughs> like, what is, like... <laughs> when, I worked, when I worked at a bookstore, uh, we would have people come up and ask, like, oh, do you have that book? And I'm like, which one? They're like, the one with the green with cover. The green cover. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, oh, my God. But That's my, so funny. My grandma has, like, a very classic, like, old lady study with a lot of bookshelves mm. and tons and tons of books. So a few years ago, she had us come up and help reorganize them. And um, so we were, but she's like, I want you to organize them by country that they're kind of about. <laughs> what the fuck? Because most of these books you would buy before going on a trip <laughs> yeah. to a country to kind of get an idea. And so she's like, okay, so this is Greece. So I need you to read all these books. <laughs> This is Turkey, this is England, this is, you know, whatever. Just Wow. It's crazy. And you did it? Yeah. Was it hard? It was... She knew... Were they, like, travel books, or were they, like... No, travel books are their own section. These are, like, fiction books. Oh, my God. Or, you know, poetry. I'm not going to lie. I hate how much anxiety both of these ideas of organization (laughs) gives me. I cannot imagine what the fuck your worlds are. You you know what's crazy is she can still find books that she was thinking of, and I can still find books. And I'm like, oh, okay, so these these books are Alaska, this is England. You know, I can pick it out. I I can at least understand what that is. Because totally. those are the only kinds of books she gets. Mm-hmm. So if that's how they're being selected, then there is a category for them. And so that I can yeah. understand. It boggles my fucking mind, but I can see how it happens. But the color coding freaks you out. in the fuck? <laughs> I mean, our, our apartment is like, I, I think it's beautiful, but I think it is like, there are troubling elements of it. People, I'd also say that they're like... Two of the central design motifs of our living room are Princess Diana and 9-11. Okay. (laughs) We have a lot of... See, this is what I mean when I say I'm afraid of a blank canvas. See, I could never just... That sentence cannot come from this because I have too much engineering brain. Things are too linear in here. Yeah. No, we are two very abstract bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part. always very jealous of that ability. <sighs> we could, we should teach each other. We can meet in the middle. I mean, I, 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 would, I would love yeah. to get better at emotions ever. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> That's a long title. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. No. I'm just saying it's a long title. <laughs> no, I've, I've loved, I like that stuff that if I could like snap my fingers and change one thing about myself, it would be to be better at organization. I have, I'm, it's like such a struggle for me. My problem is I can set it all up, right? I have to clear the board entirely and I can set it all up. But then if any part of this chain falls or breaks, we're done. It all goes to shit. It's, I can't, I can't fix it again. I have to, again, clear it all, start from scratch and build from the bottom. God, you see hearing that that though. that is exhausting. Yeah, that does make (laughs) me like, I don't, I don't think I... I actually don't think, if I think about it, I envy, like, organized thinkers like that. Because it does seem to cause y'all a lot of distress. <laughs> yes. It is not happy up here most of the time. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm very anxious. Chelsea was talking to you about uh, Elden Ring and how mm-hmm. absolutely mind-boggling, frustrating that fucking game is. But uh, here's the problem. I am almost always that frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's I, how I interface with the world. <laughs> yeah. And so I just breathe. I have many breathing techniques and exercises that I go. just Little things. utilize throughout the day yeah. to help center me on a like minute to five minute basis. And that's that's how I get through the day. Without yelling at yeah. people. Do you do the uh, uh, five, four, three, two, one with the senses ever? Um, 
No. I know that it's a thing I should be better yeah. about you know using when it gets bad. Yeah. Do you know that one? Um, I don't know the that one. Four, three, two, one, the census? It's, uh, that's like... What is it like? Five things I can see, four things I can hear, three things I can uh, smell. It's three touch, two smell, one taste. And you like list them to calm yourself down and bring mm. yourself into the moment. That one's big for me. I would use that yeah. every single day. Nice. Yeah. I've always been good at the just... Get back to center. I can't. I, the breath stuff is hard for me for some reason. Do you I can't put, engage with that? Uh, do you put any kind of image in your head while you're doing it? I try. I've done like. I mean, I used to. It's funny. In, in IOP, we had like these fucking broken ass like CDs of like guided things to like <laughs> that we could like check out and listen to. I'm sorry. Do you mean like Herman? Huh? Did you say Pee Wee? Had these CDs. Oh, IOP when I was in intensive Thank outpatient. You. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> when I was in Pee Wee. I was when, very when, when me and Paul here. Rubens were living together. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, so I've, I've like tried. In the playhouse. Like, like yeah. I, I've tried, like, I don't know. I have, um, I, I think that I, like, stuff has to be a little more kinetic for me because sitting still is actually distressing mm-hmm. to me. So I think that I, it like took me a long time to realize that like that type of breath work and stuff is sometimes just gets me more worked up because I can't like... I get that. You know? Um, uh, like the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 thing, I think the reason that works is I can do that while pacing the fuck around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do so much pacing. I like never... Yeah. I never stop pacing. I'm glad we gave you the moving chair. I'm telling you, this is like a, this is such a blessing. (laughs) If I was sitting in that chair, I would be fucking all over it. I'm like, I can't fucking like, literally, I just like, I'm like a toddler in the waiting room of the dentist. Just, but all day climbing around. Yeah. Baseline. Oh, kitty's got a box over there. That's a very, very perfect little home for that cat. Oh yeah. That is uh, Fort Sid. No. Uh, it is the western rampart of what will become his castle. <laughs> the eastern rampart is the cat tree. Uh, and someday they shall meet. Aww, yeah, it. I was thinking about that. We should, like, cut holes in them. And, like, and start securing them together. Link them together. Yeah. yeah. I'll, go, I'll get zip ties next weekend. Um, <laughs> we already have things to cut the holes with, I promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've noticed, like, as I've been working in the kitchen more intensively, I have a slowly growing co- collection of knives. And not just cooking knives, yeah. but just, like, I need a blade just in my pocket. Yeah. Welcome to my life, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, we got... That would be a good episode. Go knife shopping. Oh, dude. Ooh. If I ever have money. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, if you're... Uh, uh, underrated knife shopping spot is the weird bodega uh, across the street from the Lone Fir Cemetery. Oh, in Southeast Portland. Noted. They, for some reason, have really weird knives. It's awesome. I love that. That's <laughs> like the type of shit that, like, you only find at a corner store. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a... A f- like a like a uh, a definitely Ill- illegal use of IP like Spider Man like a <laughs> butterfly knife or like... why not? <laughs> Be cool if it was like, like his arms and like shit. split apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, have you been to Sasuke uh, Knife House up in? No, I'm not. Uh-huh. I, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm out of my depth. I'm not a knife okay. guy. <laughs> but they're so they're uh, they work with a lot of Japanese knife brands uh-huh. and they make cooking knives. Cool. But then in one corner they have like the, the fanciest like Damascus steel pocket knives with That's like sick. mother of pearl and ivory or not ivory but that kind of look handle. Very That's sick. Here's uh, here's the thing about like knife guys. I I think that people who are like really into fancy kitchen knives are annoying, but I I I love someone who's just into weird decorative knives. (laughs) Like if I if I go to someone's place and they have like shelves of like displayed, like like that's fucking cool. Do you have any idea how much energy goes into not letting myself buy weaponry to put on the walls? Yeah. Oh no, I have some swords and axes yeah. and stuff and knives definitely a lot of Hell knives yeah. hidden away in my room mm-hmm. i'm i just don't put them out and then i keep wanting to buy new ones because i found out that at the vancouver mall there is in fact like a sword place <laughs> hell yeah just do it chris <laughs> why not 
I bought there are kit. better things for my money to be spent on. Yeah, but are there? This money's made up and meaningless. I mean, yes, but a new <laughs> laptop yeah. so that I can better do the podcast. You don't need is a real food. Thing. You don't need medications or rent. You need the rent's important. The cats have to have a place to live. Um, <laughs> oh, you need us some Sky Mall esque knives, dude. Sky Mall. Oh, I remember when I was just flying across country a lot. The Sky Mall, I would check it out every time. Dude, they got rid of it. It I, fucking sucks. They don't have the Sky Mall, and they, and at least from the airlines I'm flying. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't think they do it anymore. It's, that's so lame. I feel like it's because. Yeah, you can just go online now. Yeah, that's called Amazon. Died. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> hey, dude. I know, I know. Sky, they found the curator that they have to select those products is the most unstable human being. <laughs> there was a of lot of cocaine in that office. <laughs> it's like I would, God, I would pay so much money to watch a fucking reality show about the curator of Skyfall magazine. <laughs> I bet their living situation is buck wild. It's because it is the office. It's all like wearable jacuzzis and like, <laughs> like oh shit that collapses into other shit and like oh, Lord of the Rings merchandise. Their, their it will be the all, coolest houses. Hell yeah. <laughs> their house is, is all like machines the, the globe that is a drinks cabinet. Exactly. And just, like the, the Lord of the Rings replica swords on the wall yeah every appliance has at least like three unexpected uses okay <laughs> but guys stupid. this is why i'm not allowed to spend my money okay <laughs> you would become the sky ball guy 100 <laughs> percent there's stuff in there that's like you didn't realize you needed it oh, yeah. until you it's were because you fucking a, don't until you're, until you're on a four-hour flight and you're like oh god i got yeah. nothing else to do or watch because this is what 2003 and i'm like i guess i'm reading this sky mall magazine like I've, I've never really thought about getting a, a pac-man arcade console that's also a cigar humidor but <laughs> i could pick up cigar smoking i hear they're tasty <laughs> Some people tell me. God, that rules. Um, I'm gonna. I have to go pee. I said I wasn't gonna have to go pee. Can we pause? Okay. Oh, oh fuck. What the fuck? Oh no. What okay. the fuck? Okay. I fucked it all up. I just wanted to be able to get a running start for this. We just restarted the recording. But so all of the things we've done are gone. I don't believe so. <laughs> And we're back and yeah. everything up. Uh, <laughs> everything and nothing. Very professional. Absolutely. Yeah. There was uh, just a three-hour break where I destroyed everything about their uh, <laughs> recording quality and equipment and whole setup. Just because Riley doesn't want me to get a cannon. Okay. Yeah, no. Now here's what you can do. I'm Throw a saboteur. <laughs> I came on the show to destroy you. Well, we're still... Uh, we just completely love you still. Aww. So what you should do at this point is let the people know where they can find you on the online mm. if they want to, you know, see you do mm. shows or, or talk about things in other places yeah. besides this. Um, I'm at Riley can dunk on Instagram. Question. I, uh, yes. Can Riley dunk? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm like five foot six on a good day, I, according to Chelsea. Uh, I mean, okay. To be fair, I've never tested this theory, oh, okay. but All right. I think it's a safe assumption. That's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the absence of proof is not proof of absence. Is all I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. Um. I. Uh, yeah. It's a Riley can dunk on Instagram. I'm trying to get. I'm like the, the least online person. I'm like trying to get better at like posting all my shows so i think i post like at least 67 percent of my shows on there that's pretty good start randomly messaging riley on instagram so that he's on it more yeah. often yeah yeah just fucking or you can you know what call me 608 <laughs> um, uh, yeah let's check out my instagram where my shows are um, i'm not producing anything right now i'll have some stuff coming down the pipeline um if you have any listeners on the east coast i'm gonna be uh, on the east coast uh later this year um for a little tour um so again i'll be posting about that on my instagram he promises i promise i don't promise this no it's a no diy promises. tour I just, yeah a lot could fall through <laughs> That's fair. but yeah if you live like in virginia north carolina uh, georgia it's gonna be like a southeast tour hell yeah it's gonna be sick 
I finished in Florida. This sounds like a lot of good food. Yeah. Mostly. Is that, yeah, is that beaches. what spurred? Kinda. Yeah. I just love the Southeast. Southeast of America is like where the real freaks live and it's super fun. <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> where, whereabouts in Georgia, if I may ask? Um, we're still forgetting that. Definitely a night in Atlanta. Um, okay. yeah. but we'll, we'll get around. We'll get around. We're going to weird places. I think we're going to go to like... You? Going to weird places? Yeah. No, I want to do like... I'm, I'm planning it... Um, I, I want to go to like... I want to have like 10 stops just in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I fucking love Florida. It's so... It's like a, like the... It's like another country. It's so weird. We're going to go to Daytona. I'm gonna have to, I want to do a show in Daytona Beach. I want to do a show in Tallahassee. I want to do a show in Boca Raton. I want to do a show... Like I want to... Go to all those weird places. Okay. Meet the okay. freaks. So if you're a freak in the southeast, fucking get at me online and tell me where to book a show in your town. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do a show at your house. If you're a freak in the southeast and you want to host me for a house show, I'll 100% do it. Please don't murder Riley. We love him. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, if you're a certified freak for everything and nothing seven Ooh. days a week oh, oh i'm sorry <laughs> then then you can follow silky us. smooth follow us facebook God. instagram twitter uh we have a patreon patreon.com slash everything podcast for just six dollars a month everybody you can get access to subscriber only content and you know what we'll actually send you a shirt that's that smooth ass transition is worth six dollars you guys come on hell yeah you got it in the money you got it. you can do it just it, if you just want the merch, uh, that's that's uh, you can check our uh, spreadsheet link that's in the description, comments, whatever. The oh, thing, yeah. the thing please, below. Please, please, please <laughs> tell us things. Also, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, we're on all of it. <laughs> and everything and nothing. Twenty twenty at hotmail dot com. If you can send <laughs> yeah. us direct emails, <laughs> questions, comments, and concerns. Uh, and you know what? You can find us one other place. Every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, guys. Thanks. And this we'll, was really fun. You know, this could be the only four minutes of the episode, but uh, <laughs> we'll just... I'll come back. I'd love to come back. We're just going to redo the song <laughs> over and over for 56 minutes and then these four minutes. Yes. We told you we would. All right. All right. Love Bye. you all. Bye. <laughs>